Hello and welcome. It is another episode of Overclocked, the podcast. The podcast? Overclocked? I don't know. As always, I'm, I am Lindsay Shooters, editor of Popular Mechanics Magazine, and I am joined by my good friend. We've decided that we're frenemies, actually, after his last marketing <laughs> stunt. <laughs> Gavin Dudley. Okay, listen to our signature tune. Tick, 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 tick. That's a signature tune. So, as always, Overclock comes to you in three segments of seven minutes. We were a bit naughty last week. The interview went a bit mm. over. But it's fine. We've been speaking to interesting people. Sometimes awesome things happen. It's all good. Cool. So, Gavin, we are putting seven minutes on the clock. Mm. Gavin, I got a note from Vodacom the other day. And Vodacom were like, sir, because of the changes to the VAT and the luxury tax things, your contract is now going to be more expensive. Can they actually do that? Can they actually adjust the terms of the contract after? They're presumably, they've got I, provisos to cover themselves for that kind of I was rubbish. a little bit too tired to check, but Whoa. I think they can do yeah, that. Yeah, they wouldn't attempt something like that because the outcry would be so loud. Because now, because of all the movements and Gigaba's mm. mm. final parting gift to us, was that cell phones and technology items are now considered luxury goods. Right. So they all... I, I don't know if they got reclassified. Is it possible that the taxation on them is just higher? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. All right. And Jeez. so now they've been lumped in with that. So that's people crazy, man, because that affects literally every South African across the board. It's not like they're taxing whiskey or cigarettes or petrol. Yeah. I mean, this affects every single South African across the board. Yeah, so, so that I'm not too down with. Like the 1% increase in VAT, now yeah, 15% yeah, yeah, okay. from 14%. Mm-hmm. It's going to have a broad effect mm. of everything. Mm. I think that's the biggest reason why my cell phone contract has now gone up. I see. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm down with that because if sure. you go to like sure. first world countries sure. you know, where they have free healthcare and things, true, that true, all true. gets funded by taxation. True. And I mean, a person doesn't have issues with tax as long as one sees benefits across the board, you know, for the tax. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm, I'm happy with, with a couple of the cabinet reshuffles, especially Nomvula Mokonyane, okay. who is now heading up the communications. Maybe she'll finally release the spectrum so that we can have <laughs> yeah. the 5G. One of, one of many issues. <laughs> the, the business of government and ICT is actually a hugely complex issue. But, of course, if you look at this from our perspective, ICT is what really empowers people. ICT is what really enables business. And ICT actually touches all aspects of our lives. So when government gets it wrong, it's like throwing the country under the bus, you know, for, for techies like ourselves. Mm. So uh, with that in mind, I mean, I thought there may be three or four issues we should highlight just so that you as the listener can think about these things going forward and try and get a grip on how you might be affected. So while Cyril, who's a former chairman of, of MTN, you might remember, that means he's got a keen eye. And the man the, who blessed us with McDonald's. Okay, Never that, that too. <laughs> too. <laughs> but it means he's got a keen eye and he's got some some knowledge of the mechanics of the ICT space, and that's got to be to our advantage for starters. Um, one of the things President Zuma did was he split the Department of Telecommunications into telecommunications and communications, and one of the reasons for this was so that he could have Faith Mutambi in the communications portfolio to, to manage Claudia Motsanang, which in turn would then help them manage the SABC. Yes. It was a big propaganda machine. So now all that's been put to rest, all that's been swept out. And um, we have a new communications minister, as you mentioned, Namburu Makunyani. Um, and more importantly, there's a lot more talk about bringing together the telecommunications and communications ministries into one super ICT kind of Mm. ministry, which may even take in the science and technology portfolio. Um, 
this is in line with international trends. And I think the geeks are hoping against hope that something like that could come together. And what makes it, what gives it even more impetus is that the ANC actually mandated that in their policy conference in 2017. So if Cyril just follows ANC protocol, this will actually come to pass. Which is what he's doing. Mostly. Yes, yes, mostly. And we don't know who the new minister might be. Maybe someone new. We don't know yet. We will see. But let's hold thumbs for that. I think that can only be a good thing for the country to get things moving along but a little faster. former Minister of Communications is now the Minister of Science and Technology. Uh, yes. Um, and the former Minister of Science and Technology is now the Minister of Higher Education. Yeah, so she's gone back to what she was yeah. doing. Well. So Naledi Pandor, this is another important issue for me. If she is the former Minister of Science and Technology and, um, and she was actually slated to possibly be a vice president under Cyril mm. some time back, if she really is going to take the higher education portfolio seriously, we hope that she will bring ICT into schools and tertiary institutions in a more meaningful way. The most significant being that ICT is actually now available as a subject to be taught at school. And even further than that, electronics is now a genuine subject you can take at school. The school attended by my children, you can, for the first time this year, take electronics as a formal subject at school. So I can only hope that Naledi Panda will push that, kick that can a little further down the road. See, my kid goes to a school where she's on a Chromebook for 40 minutes every single day. Wow, that's really learning impressive. Learning lab stuff, yeah. Very it's, impressive. It's a bit crazy, like she, she has, so she has like this birthmark on her eye, mm -hmm. and sometimes causes irritation, so yeah. this one eye drops. Mm. But we've had to upper eye drops now, because uh -huh. last year she was only doing 20 minutes a day in grade R. By grade one, they've upped it now to 40 minutes a day, and they break like five minutes in between. Wow. Okay, so, well, that's, that's, a, that's a big step. So good on you for picking a school with progressive Two-minute warning. Um, mm. Yeah, so the biggest problem that I have with mm. when you're bringing ICT into schools, especially into the lower-income schools, like you're going to bring in some terrible hardware. Not terrible uh -huh, hardware, but, uh -huh. but low-end hardware. So, like, they could only get, like, the lowest-end Acer Chromebooks mm -hmm. in, and that was through, a, like, a gray import almost. Um, and I have a big problem with this. Like, well, maybe maybe Minister Pando will address that. Maybe the luxury tax thing needs to be addressed as well <laughs> in terms of what computers we can bring in and how much it costs. Can I can I jump to one last issue? Yes. The so-called WOAN. That's W-O-A-N. Oh, this goodness. is the wireless <laughs> open access network. <laughs> yes, I love a good acronym. I know we're running out of time. But in brief, this is a plan to take all the available radio spectrum and hand it over to one provider who will create a master wireless network and then lease parts of the master wireless network to CellZ and MTN and Vodacom and whoever else so wants like a license. So like Telcom but in the sky. That's right. <laughs> like Telcom used to have a monopoly of the, you know, the fixed copper cables, but this will be a wireless one. It'll be a, another party who will have a monopoly that will be run and controlled by the government. So there's a lot of for and against and the debates going back and forth. But you should be aware that that might be one way to bring us 4G and 5G is to create one big unified wireless network and all the providers then lease little bits of it. One idea that only becomes available if the Minister of Communications finally puts the digital TV concept that's now 10 years behind all other African countries. Digital TV allows us to free up all the radio waves that are currently being used up by old-fashioned terrestrial TV. And that's what will make the WOAN possible in the end. Bonus so, fact. Yes. MTN, under mm. Salor Ramaphosa, mm. launched MWeb, which was the first non-government owned at all um, internet service provider. Okay, yes, oh. I recall, I recall, I recall. <laughs> well done. And the last thing I need to add Time! Is, 
Oh, time! But, time! But what about time, if Dwayne Goran's the time, Minister of time, Public time, Enterprises? Time, time, he can make it happen, folks. I <laughs> <laughs> just had to squeeze that all, in there. Well, I mean, he's the single most important person, cogwheel, in this whole machine, <laughs> in my opinion. Public Enterprises. Anyway, moving along, seven minutes on the clock. So, Gavin, mm. what cell contract are you on? Um... <laughs> I pay a grand total of 150 rand for my mobile contract what? every month. 150 rand. That's the total. Where are you? Like, <laughs> okay. Where are you I'm, getting internet I'm, from? I'm bluffing a little bit because uh, that, that's just what I pay for voice, really. Okay. And then I get data separately from a different provider, from actually from my internet service provider. So which, I'm all in on Vodacom because mm. the 4G network, the LTE uh -huh. network is just wider. Like, okay. I live in an area with, like, high trees and stuff. Telcom is not the best solution uh -huh, for me, uh -huh. going wireless. Uh, but I need to... I, I, I want a new phone, Gavin. I want to upgrade my contract. <laughs> so, so I... This is a man who will probably touch his own phone twice a month for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so, so here's my thing, right? I'm on one of those YouTube Flexi... I'm on the YouTube Flexi 350. Right. So that I give them 350 rand for just like the contract, and they give me 350 rands worth, worth of, of services of yeah. like money, right? Sky money, right? Right. And for with the Sky money, I can buy myself dot date data. We need to see, keep saying data. data. Yes, yes, data is right. Speaking to a lot of Yanks, uh -huh. Americans like data, and like yeah. data, like what's that? <laughs> data. So I buy my data, or like they just give me freedom. Like, mm -hmm. and I, I think the transaction is quite seamless. Mm. Instead of like just buying one of those like smart contracts where it's like twenty million SMSs that mm. I'm never going to use, okay, and like two right. little data. So, so it's just generic kind of airtime that you're buying, yes. and you can use that for data yes. or calls or yes. anything you want. Yes, okay. so I was naughty because I traded blows oh. with my wife. Like I was mugged and I needed a new phone, and then my wife got me her upgrade, and then I got her. <laughs> a lot my of households work like that, man. A lot of. And then I got her like the that. iPhone eight on launch day, so I'm paying uh -huh. a little bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, wait till your kids grow up and all need phones as well. Then you'll have to right-size your own oh, phone. Oh, my six-year-old's already putting an order in. Uh-huh, uh -huh. So, okay, so can someone explain to me, Lindsay? Yes. How does this thing work out where you buy the phone for cash? How, do, how does the benefit accrue to you? I don't really understand. I am Most people fully in favor of that. Yes, I, I, so am I in general terms, but no one's really explained it to me adequately. Maybe you can explain it to the reader. The problem here, of course, is that your average South African just doesn't have 10 grand lying around to buy a phone. Yes. So they end up buying them on contracts. And in this way, South Africa and Africa is a little bit unique because in other parts of the world, you generally buy the phone and then you buy the service plan separately. Here, you have to have the service provider effectively loan, uh, front you the loan to buy the phone and yes. you pay it off. So. What's the benefit of buying the phone for cash? So buying the phone for cash. So uh, this is like I, I was in an argument once at one of my friend's child's birthday parties with this person who just, he was talking about this new deal he was going to get. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I'm only going to be paying 700 Rand a month for Whoa! a 15,000 Rand phone. And I was like, <laughs> guy, it costs <laughs> the networks nothing yep. Yep. to let you use yep. the thing. So you are paying for your phone. Yep. And when you add, when yep. you tally it up over 24 months yep. or 32 months, I've seen mm -hmm. some networks have mm -hmm. started to run mm -hmm. in. Yeah, lock it, you in. Yeah, it's crazy. They yeah. ever get 32-month contract. Okay, right? so so the point here is that the fee that you end up paying this your your service provider every month, MTN, whoever, mm. um, you'll probably find that three quarters of it, or even more than three quarters of it, is actually the price you're paying to pay off the phone. It's yes. actually not for the services. The services end up being one quarter of what you're paying. 
So be aware that basically it's just a, an extended loan that you're paying yes. off and often at bad rates. So if you possibly do have the money together to buy the phone for cash, you can escape that whole problem. And there are great like four grand phones in the market now. Yeah, I must say. Looking at Nokia 5, five, six, even seven grand. Yeah. Fabulous phones, great cameras. Nokia's we've yeah. mentioned several times before. I also like Hisense. Yeah, you can pick up a nice like mm, tough one of those rock phone. ones. Yeah. C30, C30 yes. rock. And Xiaomi, much harder to find, of course, but also great phones around but even, the six even and seven like grand. Phones with, with new features like that two by one, that tall thin screen aspect ratio. Mm -hmm. um, you're getting like the the Huawei P Smart. There's right. a lot of things yep. falling. And even if you if you're just buying like one year later in terms of flagships, mm -hmm. you can. I mean, there's vast amounts of technology in there. Unless you're using ninety percent of the features of the phone, you may as well just get a regular phone and stop overextending yourself. Phone ego will be the downfall of South African public, in my opinion. Hmm. The, the the Samsung Galaxy S9 is very nice. Though. <laughs> 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 camera. It's easy to say because we've already got one. Yeah. yeah okay. So, so I, like, I know we're gonna get a lot of like haters. Mm, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. But for me, if, if you if you buying a contract, like get into one of those cash cash for cash situations. Okay. Where I give you X amount of right. money and you give me X amount of service. Yes. If you can get together five or six, even six grand for a phone, you can save yourself probably five or six grand over a year. Yes. So, um, so do you need phone insurance? Oof. Oof, exactly. Oof. Hard to tell because the insurance things all work strangely. At the then moment, they cover you for this, then they yeah. don't cover you for that. You know, at so, the moment, mm. Hisense is the only premium mm. on the premium tier, they're mm. the only cell phone manufacturer in the country that offers free screen replacement. What? Yeah, because Samsung, you have to pay now for their. But how can they afford to do that? I don't know. And how, but because when people are just mashing their phones all the time. Yeah, but remember, Samsung used to do it with the. Yeah, their, that's their, right. Their it was built into the all, purchase of the product. Yes, that's and right. Or something. And then, so you're paying a, what, one thousand five hundred for mm. for Apple iCare Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you still have to pay like a, a, a levy yeah. when you take so, your phone in with a smash So when screen. you buy these extra services to, which is a kind of insurance yeah. for repairs, they do end up being much, much less than what yeah. you would pay for an actual repair. So you're betting that you're going to need a repair, yes. basically. Yes. And, and in this way, you can get that repair done much cheaper if you take the extended service thing. Yeah, and that, that's a problem that, that I, I feel that the, the when you're breaking away from like the mainstream manufacturers, when you're outside of the top three, which is Samsung, Huawei, and Apple, mm -hmm. um, then you in this great area yeah, sure. where you're at the sure. mercy of third-party vendors. Sure. And I mean, if you've ever tried to find a cover for an obscure phone, yeah. say a Nokia 3 or something, you know, compared to the S9 and S8 mm. covers they're stocking, you know, there might be one or two available to you. The same applies when you're trying to get your phone repaired. If it's not one of the best-selling products, it always seems to cost more somehow. Yes. You know? Yeah, so, mm. so doing it through your carrier is sometimes nice, taking out, like sure. if you... If you're not getting Samsung's solution or mm -hmm. Huawei's solution or Apple's solution. And and you do get a bit of peace of mind yes. with that, right? Yeah. Again, this all works out much better if you haven't spent fifteen thousand Rand on the phone to start with, you know. I'm sorry, I'm, mm. I'm not going to spend fifteen thousand Rand. <laughs> and that is time. <laughs> We're done. <clears throat> so Gavin. Right. Our interview went quite long last last week. Oh, with Justin Hume, yeah. Yes, but it uh, was quite a festive evening. It was a festive evening. We, we didn't even, it. we didn't even, we didn't even touch on the contactless payment thing. I'm, I am so, so excited 
for the opportunity to one day leave my wallet, like legit forget my wallet somewhere at home, possibly, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then just, just be able to pull out my phone. Bring it with the fur. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean, I have you know some understanding of how paying for things with your mobile phone will work. One of my concerns is how the retailers will support it. So, I mean, for example, right now, Pick and Pay will support your tap and go yes. F&B yeah. you know, account, for but example. The, but, but the retailers, and well, it's not, it's not just uh, Pick and Pay, it's, you know, it's Jet, and yeah. it's, uh, I, think, I think KFC even does it. So, so you're mm. talking about the F&B. Yeah, so the, I mean, there, there's three kinds yeah. of, of mobile type payments, and this particular one called tap and go, where you literally just bring your phone near the toll point yeah. and the money just transfers. A provision that, that it has an NFC chip. Yes. Um, <laughs> That, that's kind of the most esoteric and yeah. most abstract and most magical of, of all the kinds of um, So then you get like the payment. Samsung solution where they kind yes. of clone the magnetic strip of your card. So it's the MST technology. Yes. And any point of sale machine that has that can scan a magnetic strip, it kind of just communicates. Feeds a token, yeah. 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 So, so what really happens there is on your phone, you capture your bank account details and you actually have to get money into your digital wallet and then you use your phone to pay for things from yeah. money you've put in your Samsung digital wallet. Yeah. But the idea is that it would be easier for the uh, retailers, you know, Jet and Pick and Pay and whoever you go to, to support that kind of a system. Or that's the feeling. But let's but let's let's let the man. Maybe Mr. It. Hume can explain it better. We've been waiting a long time for this. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away, Justin. We last spoke at Note 8. Yes. And you told me that Samsung Pay was coming yes. in October last year. <laughs> and it didn't come. Who said that? You said. <laughs> you said it didn't come. Uh, where well, where is it? Us, where is it? it? <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, I'm messing up your No, it's fine. Okay. It's part of the energy. It's, uh, okay. <laughs> no. Okay, so let's start that again. Yeah, when, 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 is, when is Samsung Pay coming? Okay, so Samsung Pay is, uh, admittedly, it's one of those uh, things we've said, it's coming, it's coming, yes, it's coming. Yes. Um, so a lot of testing has actually been done now in South Africa uh, with a number of the major banks mm -hmm. and, and a number of the num uh, merchants mm -hmm. that are across across the country. Um, I think the, the launch, without giving a definitive date to it, is, is imminent. Mm -hmm. um, and we certainly see that uh, we're hitting the, uh, we've made, but the right progress being taking place in terms of our, our closed beta testing environment that we're in and uh, that integration across the different platforms that are available in, yeah. in SA. Okay, very, very roughly for for the novice kind of listener, yes. what 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 do they expect? What what do they expect out of the experience? Is it a tap with the phone? Is it NFC based, or is it just? card representations you know what right. what was the the user experience okay. in the store so so for the novice if you mm. if you want to think about it that way is that there's two principal technologies mm. that operate uh, in, in South Africa and globally in fact mm -hmm. one is known as MST mm. which is effectively where you take your card and we offer yeah. that and you swipe it mm -hmm. through, yes. mm -hmm. through the machine the second one is NFC mm. uh, enabled in South Africa, we really need a product that is the hybrid of those two, mm -hmm. given the distribution of what we refer to as the POS terminal, that card mm -hmm. machine yeah. that we have. So um, with that in mind, that's the unique benefit of pay, is that it mm -hmm. operates seamlessly across both of those um, th th those operating, uh, operating environments. So it means you can walk into any of the merchants, or most just about any merchant, mm -hmm. and you can be assured your card, your Samsung Pay, mm. will actually work. The second so, thing about so, it, so the phone replaces the card yeah. effectively. Yeah. Now here's one of the key things that, uh, and, and I'm glad you raised that, is that 
um, it actually, your card data is not on the phone. Mm -hmm. It's simply a visual representation mm -hmm. of that card. And it uses what we refer to as tokenization. So it's a one-off token that is completely unique mm. um, for that transaction yeah. that is engaged. And um, in, that, in that way, we, we, we remove the risk and security risk of carrying a credit mm. card, but it also removes the complete risk because should anything happen to your phone, mm. there's no way that that phone, that that can be utilized uh, with your credit card information, mm -hmm. debit card information mm -hmm. uh, for any purchases. The third part about that is where, where Samsung really comes into its own is by virtue of the biometric uh, and uh, authentication that mm. takes place. So, you know, we've worked really hard to get our iris scanning and our facial recognition yeah. technology and fingerprint scanning mm. to a completely new level. And with that, we can make uh, Samsung Pay completely secure. Mm -hmm. so, so it's most likely going to roll out with phones that have at least one or two of those biometric yes. features, fingerprint sensor and or yes. iris scan. And that's it. That's it for another week of Overclocked. Um, as always, you can find me, Lindsay Shooters. You can Google me. Um, that's pretty easy. L-A-N-D-S-E-Y. I forgot to spell my own name there. But anyway, on Twitter, I'm, I'm Sharpshooters. Um, S-C-H-U-T-T-E-R-S. That's the spelling of my surname. Um, yeah, Popular Mechanics is everywhere where you are. Everywhere where you are, Popular Mechanics is there. Gavin? At Tech Magazine, we think a lot of social media is just a lot of noise, a lot of teenagers or children trying to get attention. So we really? put, all our, we put all our energy <laughs> into our Facebook page, which we try and make as, as little noise as possible on our Facebook page. Just information you can actually use. Do visit us on Facebook, Tech Magazine, Zah, and I'm sure you'll find some useful stuff there fed through daily. Cool. Catch you guys next week. Later.